0: Welcome to another episode of Pod Like a Hole, a podcast where three men dissect an album track by track, randomly selected from a machine called the Diamond Dice. Right now, we are in the middle of a mini-season covering the band Ramstein, which will see us going through a brief overview of all of their records and culminating in a track-by-track track discussion of their 2019 album titled Romstein. In the last episode, we discussed Herzlade, 1997's Senshut, 2001's Mütter. Tonight, we will discuss 2004's Reese Reese, 2005's Rosenrot, and 2009's Liebe Estfur Alada, and round it out with a couple of side project talks. If you like what you hear tonight... Why don't you go through some of our back catalog? Or you'll find discussions on Primus's Tales from the Punchbowl, Ghostface Killers Iron Man, Talking Heads Remain in Light, LCD Sound Systems Sound of Silver, Run the Jewels 4, Deftones White Pony, The Doors L.A. Woman, Judas Priest Stay in Class, Murder City Devils In Name and Blood, Frontline Assemblies, Millennium, Nick Caves, Henry's Dream, and many more. If you're feeling even more adventurous, our first two seasons cover the entire discographies of Nine Inch Nails and David Bowie. But for now, Witter mit der on with the show. take a few years off they go to spain to record the next record again uh, exotic locales they record the next record again with our friend jacob Hellner, and the next record is reese reese rise rise Uh, the album cover to this one is like it's like the side of a boat close up it's orange with two white stripes up it it's actually a very cool looking cover very not a lot going on, but uh, I dig it. And this is, I think, a step in the direction of the second half of Rammstein's career, where now when they put out albums, the albums have many different song styles on them. They're fully formed. This is, I think, like as much as I like Mutter, this isn't a knock on Mutter's quality, but I believe that Rice, Rice... They break through all trends. There's nothing trendy about this band. They do whatever they want. Um, They are their own band now. They don't worry about trying to play in America if they don't want to. They tour here when they feel like it. They are a global band that does what they want, doesn't care about trends. They're a unique entity, and I think it really shines through on this album, which is both hard-rocking, it's emotional. It's funny at times. It's satirical. It's great. It's the timeless Ramstein sound.
1: This was the first Rammstein record that I actually had to come back and revisit after years of uh, you know, having that big separation between uh, Mutter and then me just kind of falling out of awareness of what Rammstein were up to. I think to your point, Stephen, about being a uh, elitist record store clerk, um, it almost seemed that you needed to expand beyond the Rammstein sound, but then when you come back to them years later, you realize how much of a fool you were
2: Jeder tut's auf seine Weise, deine Schwesterin sperrt zum Mann, der andere zum Fische.
1: You've wasted your time And, uh, you know it, It's just one of those things um, But uh, this was the first indication Of what kind of Rammstein We're up to after all of those years And I gotta tell you Everything on this record is high quality High quality well, mean, it's, uh, funny,
0: it's funny, Mark Hold your thought, I'm sorry but sure. no, It's no, funny no, it's you fine. say that too Because I even, I even bought this I don't think I was working at Dibble anymore I think I was uh, unceremoniously uh, dismissed but um, I do I do remember buying this around that time, and that was during my you know oh well, if it doesn't have uh you know a mandolin and a melodica, why am I listening to it phase? Um, and it really had that phase, but you get the point. And I bought this album, and I don't think I just I either listened to it once and didn't focus on it or or what. But going back to it now, there's so many songs on here that I think again, like Rammstein kind of a crazy four quadrant band. I mean they there's an element to them to where like I use that phrase a lot in the show, but it's true when you got something that's like appeals to everybody. I feel like they could be the one industrial band in an electronic fans book or they could be the one metal band in an industrial nerds book or they could be the one industrial band in a metal nerds book or they could be the one industrial metal band in an alternative nerds book or they could be the one German band in some rock fans band. Like I think there's an element to them that can get them in everybody's record collection. And on this album and the ones that follow, I feel like they cover enough ground to like even a record store nerd in the early aughts could have listened to this and been like, this is really good. So there
1: you go. No, I know. I think it's just the, the, you get that name bias to some of these bands. You want to like, those were all childish things back in my youth. Now I'm doing the important work by listening to all of neutral milk hotel or, and I'm not just saying that just, but that's the kind of like in there. I'm not saying anything about neutral milk hotel. I'm just saying that's the kind of look that you're going into. Right.
0: Um, More challenging music. The exact example of what I was trying to talk about is Neutral Milk Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, um,
3: I would even consider them more challenging, not at all. They're just, it was just, you know, lo fi indie kind of took over for a few years for me, too. What a beautiful face I have found in this place that is circling all around the sun. What a beautiful dream that could flash on the screen in a blink of an eye and be gone from me. Soft dance. Yeah,
1: no, that's exactly what I mean. It's just that sheer fact of um, you're onto other things. But what, yeah, when you go back on this without that snobbery of just that name bias, I mean, the song Rise, Rise, the self-titled opener. Fantastic. Uh, Mind Tile, which has some lyrics based in actual reality involving a guy who wanted to eat a dick. um, And if he would pay somebody to chop off said dick and so that way he can eat it i'm pretty sure that's how, how that story goes uh steven i'm sure or eric will correct me on that oh no, um, you're
0: right uh it's, called, it's my part i believe yeah and uh and yeah they read they read a story i mean uh, actually they caught some heat for that that song um and they, they they read a story in the newspaper about it's like a guy found another guy on the internet and uh decided that they uh was gonna have him over and then he killed him and ate him I think it started with his penis possibly um yeah that's, that's what that song's all about
1: <laughs> And
2: I believe uh I Speisekarte
1: Flocking in a soup.
3: We put
0: <laughs> flocking in a giant pot. The Till and,
3: and scratchy. It's- they are. They, exactly. they have.
0: They've got the. They know they do because they've got the the book ditch video uh, thing with the giant dildo. And then they've got. There was a song that I can't remember where Till would like come off. He'd come down from his uh his the keyboard perch and like kick kick or no flock would come down from his keyboard perch and kick till in the ass and knock him over and then run back up there um, I think that's also when he does one of those little like disco breakdown dances and uh, then there was yeah there's this one where they would wheel out a giant pot like giant cartoonish pot like the size <laughs> of a, like a small um, like you know bobcat uh, tractor and <laughs> flock pops out of it and plays the keyboard from it while well, uh, Till <laughs> walks back and forth with a giant knife and like a butcher, fucking baker, and the candlestick maker the hat on. It's all very cartoonish. Um, and then, of course, Till like hits it with a flame flower and Flocka goes like, ah! It starts bobbing around.
1: Gotta put that and in the, the next uh, Space Jam movie. Yeah,
0: and then off uh, Leaps <laughs> for Alada, the Ich uh, Tur der with whole live uh, element has like Flocka gets put in a bathtub and then Till goes up he sings while he's going up like a giant elevator and then he pours sparks and fire into the bathtub and everybody thinks that he's killed Flocka but then after the song's done (laughs) Flocka gets out and he's wearing a different outfit that's like shines and glitters and he walks back to uh, his keyboard it's all very amazing these two yes it is itchy and scratchy Getting back to it, yeah, the mind tell uh, he eats them alive on, or burns them alive on stage, but the song's all about cannibalism. From a real yeah. story.
1: Um, my personal favorite on this, uh, well, I don't know if it's my favorite one, but I will tell you this: the kind lust video. Um, I know, uh, talk, they're in their <laughs> clumps, you know, fat suits, and uh, they're getting together in a parking garage, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're they're jamming. And, uh, for whatever reason, Flaque has been paralyzed and he's in his Stephen Hawking's chair and, uh, it it is the wildest, funniest video. Um, I, I fucking love that song. Uh, and, uh, that video just like puts a capper on it.
0: on that song is just out of sight so catchy yeah they really they actually really on this album they really get into catchiness quite a bit and not in the the industrial like oh that you know that beats got me like they write some catchy grooves on this album and the Klein Los chorus is just amazing yeah those fat suits or something <laughs> I don't know what they're <laughs> making <it> so <laughs> like conceptually I love the idea of these guys sitting around coming up with these videos in, in this era actually specifically when you've got stuff yeah. like this and then tell I mean the tell video ends with them coming out of like a, a real subway somewhere and uh, Christoph Schneider is cross dressing and he has the rest of the band like <laughs> crawling on their hands and knees <laughs> <Unleash>? <laughs> in public. Unleashes. Yeah. yeah, they do that live too. Um, like they have this element where they'll go they'll go from one stage to the next and uh, he, he walks them over there on their hands and knees. <laughs> Very, these guys are up for anything, these guys. But uh, yeah, yeah, the time in video, the fat suits, the, the limos, and the girls making out with them, yeah. I mean, they're not just fat suits. They're like grotesque. They're sweating. they have all got like <laughs> towels that keep like like they're playing their instruments. And they can barely do it. And they're talent. Neil has down. to catch his breath. Like if like leans against the limo
3: to catch his breath.
0: Yeah, and that's where that's where, I mean that's part that's part of the Ramstein difference. Think about that. They're they're acting humorously. Or, I mean humorously. Like they're they're acting. They have to. They've got chops. They've got acting and comedic chops in a lot of these videos. It's it's funny. That's a great album. Eric, how do you feel about it? Uh, rise,
3: Reese, Reese, Rise, Rise. Great. I, this one, I think, honestly, is probably my favorite record. Uh, it goes back and forth between this and Mutar. Ultimately, the catchiness gets me on this one. It's uh, and it's if you know, like you said, Steve, they break out of any kind of cliche of the time. This is just their fully realized sound. Title track gets me uh, the song Los uh, has this acoustic guitar that just is almost a percussion instrument instrument, the way it just shreds in the background. Single America with the crazy video with where they're astronauts, but then it cuts to like people across the world as though they've been influenced by Americanization. You have like Buddhist monks eating hamburgers, and
0: you know when we talk about Romstein a lot, we're joking a lot about. There's a lot of songs about dicks and uh, vaginas, and uh, but they also they've got stuff to say. And I think yeah. like on this album with yeah. America. Yeah. Definitely, that's a side effect of the 9/11 fallout. It's uh, it's about Americanization of the world, and yeah, I think that video is amazing. It's like got them as astronauts playing pinball, <laughs> and then at the uh, at the same time, yeah, it's showing people all over the world drinking Coca-Cola. It's uh, and it's catchy as all hell.
3: Yeah, no, it's good. It's their first uh, English. Uh, their hooks are all in English on this one. Actually, kind of crazy about the track Moscow. Um, it's a very poppy song. In fact, it features Toria First, uh, as who is a Russian pop singer. She sings on it. She has kind of like this almost like baby doll voice, but it 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 works with Till. It's 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 very catchy, almost a dance song with with a with a with a metal band playing behind it. Till has a Russian pop singer baby mama. Is that her? Do we know? Do we know? Not to get into the uh, personal lives and the, and the goss, the
0: hot goss. Well, you know, we should have gotten into the personal lives. I mean, A, yeah, Till has a... I don't think so. I know Till, Till has a daughter who's um, a little bit younger than us. He's uh, got some good genes in that family. Leave it at that. And um, he also has a granddaughter or a grandson, one of the two. I think it's a granddaughter. So he had kids young probably because he has a grandkid. Um, right, or rather, yeah, no, I told you, my—he's my dad's age. And
3: <laughs> honestly, the song's so powerful. I'm just shipping Till and and Victoria first.
0: Well, he can, i mean, he can sing. I mean, I know everybody in that band in Germany. They uh, Russian was the second language they taught often, and they all were taught uh, Russian. I know he can sing in Russian. He can sing in Spanish. I don't know if he knows any other languages, but. but uh, Not sure about the uh, baby mama thing. But uh, speaking of babies, mamas, there wasn't, I mean, Germans, man, and this band of brothers (laughs) and how sometimes they drift apart for, you know, years at a time and don't talk, but they can always come back together and know where each other stand and pick up where each other leave off. Till Lindemann and Richard Cruz have like a weird relationship, like a weird relation by like a shared kid or something. I don't know. Mark, you were telling me about it.
1: Richard Kruspe, uh, the lead guitarist, um, ends up getting with Till's uh, ex-wife and had a baby. And um, Till's ex-wife never changed her last name. So, in effect, I believe the child that Till's ex-wife and Richard had together has the last name of
0: Lindemann. Uh, so
3: <laughs> that's it. That's how you do it. That's how that's that's how you make a lineage, right there. There's
0: got to be at least like two Rammstein songs about some kind of German words for that. So um, that situation.
3: Uh, I uh, we have a couple friends of the show that that like to listen to our our program while they eat their their dinner. They went to Berlin and they were taking this language course online. And there was a video of people talking in, in, in Germany and they all everybody had a Till story. And one that kept coming up was like, Oh yeah, I'd go to these like uh you know, a birthday party and his granddaughter would be there and he would be he would be there helping out or whatever. And I just I just like that, that that Till's just a fixture in it, you know, around
0: That's amazing um, I he attracts <laughs> he's you see, he seems yeah, he seems like the kind of guy that would, you know, be a little bit he would love being he would love the benefits probably of being able to not have a nine to five job and being able to be living off of his art. Probably doesn't want to get, you know, probably gets irritated every once in a while that you can't just go get a, you know, a muffin and not get harassed by a fan. But also at the same time does seem kind of larger in life in a way where I'm sure like locally, he'd still be like a great, like family guy um, to the people he knows at the same time, you know, don't, don't leave him alone in the room with your wife, but, uh, he'll he'll definitely help wrap christmas presents just the interesting dichotomy there with that guy right <laughs> um,
3: well he's just pure concentrated you know uh sexual energy i i couldn't blame any wife in that particular situation
0: his mother his mother was a uh, very I, I can't remember if she passed away recently or maybe she's still with us but i remember reading that like his mom's very proud of him and he loves his mom quite a bit
2: Bring
3: towards the end of their album there's some sort of epic closure song Stein Umstein is great on this record I, this, is, this is my favorite record by Rammstein it's it's, it's a pleasant uh, rewarding uh, and catchy as hell journey
0: well when I get on this one the most powerful song on this record for me clearly is On A Dish uh, which is uh, Without You and I mean, that's 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 the one on this one that's got quite a bit. Of, it's a kind of a ballad. It starts out with those sweeping orchestral sounds. It good chunk of the song is, you know, it's acoustic guitar and, uh, you know, kind of the kind of song you would wake up to. Ich werde in die Tannen
2: gehen dahin wo ich sie zuletzt gesehen Doch der Abend wirft ein Tuch aufs Land Und auf die Wege hinterm Waldesrand. Und der Wald, er steht so schwarz und leer. Weh, Mio, oh weh. Und die Vögel singen nicht mehr. Ohne dich kann ich nicht sein. Ohne dich. Bin ich auch allein ohne dich. Ohne dich zähle ich die Stunden ohne dich. Mit dir stehen die Sekunden ohne
0: nicht. Auf den Nest, of course, midway through the guitars kick in, and it just gets extremely expansive but the uh i mean i already like that song quite a bit i think it kind of did the sound of that song the lyrics about it sing about how you know longing for someone that's gone and it sounds that way it sounds the music in that song sounds like what the words mean once you read what the german words mean but even the german words uh when they hit your ears they do have a sense of longing to them whether you know what the hell they're talking about or not music video on that one I mean let's let's go to the music videos on this album you've got mind tell which is my part which we talked about which is the 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 band somebody eats somebody's penis you don't see it in the video but that's what the song's about got a bunch of uh, weird seven the movie like vibes and then kind lust you know no desire which is the video of them in fat zoots barely being able to play their instruments in a parking garage with limos and uh, scantily clad women making out in it. The America video, which has the band on the moon playing pinball and then showing people in the third world countries and actually just every other country drinking Coca-Cola. But then this video, on a ditch. And this is the band. They're like at a beautiful spring meadow drinking water out of the creek. They put all of their their hiking gear on and they start to climb a mountain. And the, the shots of the, the backgrounds are shot all on location. And the, uh, it's, it's, it's beautiful. Like it's the, the sweeping vistas. And it was filmed in uh, Austria from some giant mountain. And they're starting to climb the mountain. And uh, during the middle of it, Till falls and I, I think of my best, my Gimli impression, he fell. And uh, he's, he's sitting at the, the bottom of the rocks. The band comes down and they, they they grab him, they pick him up. They climb to some hut. All of the music stops while it shows the band in this hut by Firelight until laying there like me, like I'm going to die of gangrene. Oh, this sucks. And after that pause, the guitar is kicked back in. They climb the rest of the mountain in the snow, and they leave till at the top of the mountain. And he looks very peaceful, and he dies. And that video—oh,
3: <laughs> god, it's so good! Might be the best video of all time. It's so fucking yeah. Good. The
0: video just really conveys the whole sense of you know these guys are brothers, and one of them fell, but they carried him the rest of the way. And Flaque's, you know, got a giant fake beard. You <laughs> mentioned like
3: what this album is based around, though, right? Like the, the theme of it?
0: Uh, I believe it has to do with a another plane crash. Yes. Am I right? Yes, yeah.
3: yes, a Japanese plane crash. In fact, apparently the CD version had hidden tracks of the black box recording of the actual plane going down. And the artwork is actually supposed to look like cargo from that plane. Um, and just kind of like, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, in, in the event of a horrible accident, then the futility of life and uh, how quickly everything can be taken away from you. It's a, it's probably their most existential record too, which is funny because it's also their most catchy and, in some ways, fun. So that's it's bizarre that way, but genius.
0: I say that's uh, that's that's when you when you look through the prism of Rammstein, many colors shine out. They own a dish. The video and the songs. They are the most powerful. On this album. Runner up is the song Dalai Lama. I love the song Dalai Lama. Uh, Rice Rice. Hell of a record. Hell of a record so much so. They had songs left over. They, uh, they recorded all these songs around the same time for the next album. Which came out just one year later. So not a long layoff here. In 2005. They put out the uh, song. Or the album Rosenrot which half was recorded in Spain the other half is recorded in Berlin
2: Das Schicksal hat mich angelacht und mir ein Geschenk gemacht was mich auf einen warmen Stern der Haut so nah dem Auge fern. in die hand mein verlangen ist bewand das süße wasser stirbt weil es sich im salz verdirbt trage ich den kleinen prinz im sinn ein könig o eine königin
0: uh i, I they, some of the songs they took off here they thought messed up the uh, the flow, if you will, of the last record, and they didn't know what to do with them. And uh, I, I don't think Rosenrot sounds like a leftovers album. It doesn't sound like a reload to load situation, if you will. Um, I mean, when this is your leftovers, you still have a pretty good meal. Um, Rosenrot definitely sounds like it was recorded right around the same time as Reese Reese, kind of like in the same way Herzlite and Sunshut sound of a piece. I I definitely think you can tell some of the songs off Rosenrot are from that same session or or years. Uh, Pretty much they continue with having a lot of variables and the types of songs they're doing with the pacing and the instrumentation, the hard and the soft, the serious and the funny. This one does veer into the goofball area quite a bit towards the end. Uh, on one track in particular, I know Eric has clutched his pearls about. Uh, I like Rosenrock quite a bit. Like I said, all their albums I think are good. It might be near the bottom half for me, but that still is the bottom half of a lot of really good records. <laughs> Mark,
1: what do you think about Rosenrot? So Rosenrott, uh, <clears throat> it's kind of, uh, I would say probably their most inconsistent record. Um, it's not uh, necessarily, uh, again, when I say inconsistent, that brings it down from an A to maybe an A-. minus. Uh, like I said, uh, yeah, this band still is putting out high quality work. And if you're a fan of them, uh, there's not anything that's going to ever leave you disappointed, ever. Um, but benzene uh, is kind of a goofball like starts for gasoline uh the video is like a bunch of truck drivers like you know just
0: <laughs> that that video okay so yeah that yeah since you brought it up and we're going through all the videos for the most part that video does it is even by their standards <laughs> i don't know who idea it was to do like uh it looks like something my son would come up with like they, <laughs> Are they're
1: they firefighters they're or truck drivers
0: they're i think they're firefighters Okay. And they like, they drive a ridiculously l- looking CGI truck. Even by 2005, they should have some better CGI <laughs> budget than
2: that. Brauch <laughs> keine Hilfe, kein Koffein. Doch Dynamit und Terpentin. Ich brauche Öl für Gasoline. Explosive wie
0: driving like through this you know uh, hellscapish dark tower land to go put a fire out or no what they end up doing is trying to catch somebody jumping off a building and it's Flockay eh? and uh, <laughs> the punchline is the uh, the big they, they pull out one of those, those big cloth uh, like um, trampoline type things they're all holding it and they're like ah if you're gonna jump off the building you gotta jump in here and we'll catch you and as he jumps, it tears. You know, oh, he's going to hit the ground. But uh, yeah, a lot of the footage is them just driving through this fake landscape, like knocking over, you know, the lampposts and other cars. It's just it's really goofy. I appreciate how goofy it is, but it is nonsense.
3: Looks like an early tablet game. An early tablet game. <laughs> yeah, it's so. one of
1: those games that you get when you have an in ad, like when you're playing an in ad game. <laughs> it's the. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> he knock
3: over all the trees.
1: It has you know, man against man, man against man, uh, which uh, definitely can leave some folks down in the Castro district a little hotter in the collar. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a it it's it's a video. Um, they're greased up again. They might be nude. Uh, but uh, and pressed up against other big beefy men, um, yeah, it's it's not a bad song. Uh, Rosenrot. That video has uh, I think Till as a uh, self-flagellating priest, um, having to probably commit a murder of some sort in some small village up in the hills, um, up in the mountains actually.
0: Uh- yeah. And then they, uh, yeah, there's a little bit of a, a midsummer vibe going on with that video, and then. The band travels to this village. They're all priests. And then Till catches the eye of a younger looking girl. I think it kills either her lover or her parents. And uh, then the rest of the band possibly kills him and they leave.
2: es fein, so war es und so wird es immer sein, sie will es und so ist es Brauch, was
0: In that video those scenes where it shows they're actually all beating themselves with like cat and nine tail type looking things exactly. it's in a rhythm to the uh, the music it's pretty cool looking yeah it's a uh, pretty dark video great song though I love that song
1: yeah that song's great um, and then I think my favorite song off the record is spring um, it's uh, not the season but the uh, Van Halen um, verb jump so yeah no that's probably my favorite one off the record but it, it, it it's it's Definitely kind of living in the shadow of the prior two records. I'll just say that.
3: playlist i only pulled about three tracks off this record for that that really made me turn my head you know the you're right you're you're damn right mark about spring that song is is an all timer that's a that's a great one yeah benzin is is obviously a single uh, take quiero puta you're right steve i i uh first first i cried uh then i laughed then i then i then I. Then I that i cried and flagellated myself for laughing at it um i get it it's funny it's also stupid <laughs> it's living I, moss, maybe you, you hear the taco
1: bell bong in the back yeah,
3: yeah i know yeah a little little chihuahua with uh, hypnotized <laughs> eyes uh yeah looking at a taco uh that also by the way looks like a puta um you know what uh no sir i don't like it i it you know, it's not—it's not just about the fact that uh, can sometimes tiptoe into uh, uh, just a little bit rips. too, a little bit too, a uh, little bit too sleazy. Um, but it's just—it's just, uh, it's just uh, a, woeful, a woeful misuse of horns in this in this song. Um, I think it's a
0: great use of horns. I, I'm sure. <laughs> Right.
3: it's not there's there's moments uh woe bis do is a great track um yeah but only about three songs really uh, you know got 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 me uh feeling those swooping rammstein feels um so you know it, it definitely feels like a leftovers album in my opinion um that where at least they had like three leftovers and they tried to build it around it. Um, but Mark, when you said it was the most inconsistent record, uh, that would be my, that would be my, uh, bullet pointed review of this. I agree.
0: I, I think it's, it is the most inconsistent, but I think there's some high highs on there. I think mind Geiger man is a great song that guitar riff on that one. Again, those parts where they have the, the guitar breakdowns and then the flocke does like a high pitched keyboard tone of anything. Always get me. And they uh, and that ridiculous Jonas Ackerland who directs quite a few of their videos in the second half of their career video. Yeah, with them all greased up until in high heels and this weird hair that's like long on each side and shaved down the middle. But then like all the men that are wrestling together nude and all the band playing instruments nude like the sprinklers come on the the indoor sprinklers <laughs> it's uh it's it's, it's very it, it with the music it's it, it works well i, I think Mind geiger man with or without the video is great uh Rosenrot, already won record that's a fun title track i mean it's got like a rot has got like some kind of thing i don't know you like got an oboe in it or you know something some kind of uh, some some kind of reed instrument in the background which is uh, different for them that's that's fun
2: mas and uh yeah,
0: spring spring uh, if did you, did, did you guys read the lyrics about spring it's it's about a guy going he's standing at the edge of a building or a bridge and the people stop by and they say like hey man don't do it and he ends up saying oh no I wasn't going to kill myself I was just going to I'm just looking at the view and then everybody says oh that's boring you should jump then <laughs> it's like a jump they say <laughs> jump yeah and it, it's written in this very very till with them in German Existential, like metaphor type delivery. If you read through the English translation of the lyrics,
3: you think they meant to make the video for Benzin actually for spring and they just got confused?
0: <laughs> there's, there's a theme there. Um, and then yeah, Wolbis Doo, I think Wolbis Doo and Spring back to back is just uh, a great pairing of yeah. operatic songs, they both have some operatic moments. And the thing I like about spring is spring definitely has like that spring. It's it's slower paced, but the the power that he delivers that spring. 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 do is there's very much a lot uh, another song about longing you know it stands for where are you uh and it's just it, it has that that feel to it about loss it, it sounds like loss um yeah the second half of the album is definitely hit or miss i find to put funny i like i like the horns i think i like the horns i like the uh, the, the, the the spanish language being in there i think fire and water Father and, and wasser as it's a great one it has a great chorus and while I don't it's not on my playlist but one song I do like just the idea of it is that uh, that 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 ballad is that's actually spring wolves do and the song that follows it they're all like slower paced ballad type songs and it's him and that lady singing back and forth and she's singing in English you know what I'm talking about
1: I do. I don't have in my notes which song that was. I don't know if that's uh, St- uh, Strice, Nick's Vor Mirror, Don't die before I do.
0: Yeah, yeah. Don't die okay. before I do. It's a, yeah. You know, it's it's kind of like their version of uh, Henry Lee, <laughs> with the Nick Cave and PJ Harvey, but him and this uh, woman named uh, Charlene Charlene Spiteri. Um, the song's all right. I mean, they get 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 bonus points for trying something different. Not a bad record at all, but inconsistent. And the most powerful song on that one, I believe, it's actually a tie between uh, Wobis Dew and Spring. They're both equally powerful. And I think Wobis Dew is the one that has the uh, the clarinet. That's what I was thinking of. The damn song has a clarinet in it. Wobis Dew. Those are the most powerful songs on Rosenrot. They put put Rosenrod out. It's kind of a a half new album. Half new songs, half songs that were reworked in the last record. They take about four years off here until 2009. And if the fans were itching in 2009 for new Rammstein, uh, well, they they got off easy, uh, considering the wait that was going to come before the next album. They record this one. <laughs> in uh san rafael california which is right up the freeway from where uh my wife and i got married in um that one city and uh, <laughs> where did i get married at you guys were Sausalito. there Sausalito. Sausalito. Oh. Ra- right up Marin, the freeway Marin, from Marin County. Sausalito. Marin county you know right like a couple a couple uh fr- a freeway the ex- uh, interchanges over from rancho relaxo where les claypool is and uh you know, at one point, it's possible that uh, Tom Waits and Romstein were in the same area code. And I think it actually might have uh, influenced cosmically some of the some of the sounds they went with on this record. Um, and I and, and I, I don't know what it was, if it was because they were recording in an area where uh, Oliver was able to live in a treehouse the entire time or the fact that it was on the ocean. But uh, the this album has a uh, th- that came out in 2009. And I always have the most trouble pronouncing this one. Live is for allada, which means love is for everyone. And the album cover has the whole band with a lady on the table with food. And it looks like they're about to cut her up and eat her. Um, I don't know if, if her name is love and she's for all of them. But this record, I think, has a very... Varied sound. I think that some of the songs have the most, um, oh, uh, there's a, oh God, I don't know, sensuality to some of the tracks. I, that's, I mean, it's still hard as hell. It's a hard Romstein album, but there are just some parts that transcend and have some rising action that you would find in the woods. I mean, R- Ramstein, and it's, it's fitting. Because one of my favorite things is always talking about music that has rising action, and that's probably why I like Ramstein so much. Is they are they're almost like pure rising action. Almost every I didn't song know better, I uh, has yeah, a rising think, action moment. Yeah. In, in in Mark, if I remember correctly, of course the origin of the term rising action is from the Cake video. Um, and at the end of that Cake video for the, the band Cake, um, God, what song was it? Was it Going the Distance? No, it was uh, uh, no. It was
1: uh, short skirt, like okay. that uh, black jacket, l- yeah. short
0: skirt song,
3: something like that. Yeah, good something song Something like that. Are you fucking giving me <laughs> this fucking guy? This term are you? this the term comes from a cake video? Okay, well, the
0: term right. "rising action" comes from a cake video. We talked <laughs> about this, my uh, friend. No, so I yeah, go no, back I to the Nine archives. <laughs> we did long, talk about it's this. It's been
3: a long show with a lot of <laughs> avenues. Go on. But
0: a hey, Eric, we talked about this before. Cake is a good band. I don't care what you say. Or how everybody should feel oh, about John McCree. It's fine. I just,
3: I just been like, I wear a badge. I made a shirt that says rising, rising action and a tattoo. And I did it all for a cake video, apparently. Well, That's no, but
0: the, <laughs> the members of cake don't say it. It's like some found footage or footage they made. That looks like found footage of a German tourist saying, oh yeah, it rocks. It's got some rising action. And... No, I just paid eighty thousand dollars to divorce my wife, but she was a little more like this fraud in the song. I think I might have stayed with
3: her. I miss the rising action a little bit. The yeah. voice is good. It rocks. You the like it? The song rocks. Yeah, it's good. Okay. It's good, but a little bit. I miss the rising action. What do they call that? Um,
0: you know, they'd have well, one hit, one hit wonder. But live es for alada" came out in two thousand nine. Another great record from them. Uh, just a, I think it's the one that reminds me the most of Faith No More. Actually, if you're to, if I'm going to continue with those Faith No More connections, it's it's got some hard hards. It's got some ballads. It's got some tracks on there that kind of have like a, like I was saying, Tom Waits before. Like there's a song, uh, Halfish, Fish, High Fish." It kind of has like a, uh, I don't know, Baroque feel to it, it's like a, a little Tango two-step.
2: We
0: It's another fantastic record. And the, the videos off of it were. Uh, am, I prona- am I pronouncing it right? It's it's hot uh, fish, Howl fish, which means shark. Yeah. yeah. uh to which means I hurt you and pussy, which means pussy. Um, I think it's another fantastic record. What do you think, guys? What do you think, Mark, about this one? 2009 Live is for allada
1: this is a top tier record for me in terms of what Rammstein bring to the table. Um, now I couldn't remember also around the recording of this album, uh, as they were up here in Northern California to do this, I remember vaguely reading and I couldn't find anywhere on the internet. Um, but I, when, uh, Nine Inch Nails came to Sacramento, I think the show, maybe all three of us were at. Well, you can also include every member of rammstein where apparently uh had you know vip area to come and watch that show too
0: yeah the one in uh, arco yes that's right yeah
1: mm-hmm. that's right uh, uh, uh,
0: queens of the stone age
3: opened yeah
1: so it was that tour okay yeah. i was trying to pinpoint it but yeah that sounds about right because that was the 2008 so that would been queens and uh autolux yeah um, the
0: timelines all all sync there
1: yeah um, but back to the record. The, I love
0: the idea that they're there at this very scenic studio, and one of them's in a treehouse, and they're just they're you know I, I don't know. I, I'm sure they heard about it another way, but I like the idea of one of them like surfing the net and going to some ots uh, sort of webs like you know the NIN hotline. Yeah. And they're clearly they're fans, and they're like, oh, uh, trend uh, Trent Reznor's coming here. And yeah. I'm sure they d- didn't sound like a Uter from the Simpsons. Lost
3: highway badges. Uh, they just made their own, like, uh, you know, uh, very nice laminated lost highway album cover badges to get in yep. backstage.
1: Yep. great. <laughs> um, but back to the sound of this record, uh, it is pretty, uh, uh, just a little over, all over the place um, in the best possible way. Uh, the song Ictu Derve uh translates to I Hurt You. Um, one of the just the most catchiest songs uh, in Rammstein's whole catalog. Uh, that song it just lends itself to being the next like rock and roll part two. Uh, Out do hast do hast, if you ask me, in terms of kind of the anthemic nature of it.
0: It's probably um, a top five top five song of theirs. Like I remember, I remember listening a couple couple homes ago, and I was listening. I had just YouTube on, and uh, it came on, and I, I remember specifically this this was a moment like, like with my with my two year old or he's not two yet, but uh, the one point five year old recently. I was watching the Du Haas video or a live version of Du and I think I mentioned this earlier in this episode. This is this one's running long uh, that he was like started pumping his fists and stuff. And I'm like, oh, yep, he's got it. He's got the Rammstein bug. But I was giving my son a bath with YouTube on in the background a couple years ago, and he couldn't have been more than two years old. And he just started like rocking his head back and forth, like headbanging. He didn't even know what headbanging is. But just the music, the hooks and that song got him, got into him. And he just started jamming. And uh that primal Ramstein power is definitely in that song. I mean the the chorus just soars. It's, soars. It just. I mean, I we're not gonna we're not gonna hurt the listeners' ears right now, but uh, you know, take our word for it, or, or you know, take a listen to it. That is the definition of soaring, that chorus. It's incredible.
1: And uh, just a, such a catchy like synth line going in the background. And uh, if I recall correctly, um, the video for this, Till either pierced his cheek in order so that way he could in, put a light bulb in his mouth and sing along.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, the, te- the technology is there now to where he didn't need to do this. But... To give it the, effect, that video is a, it's basically a live, it's a live show with a couple of, like, digital effects. Um, but one thing that is not a digital effect is they drilled a hole in the side of his face and stuck a little, like, a tube with a little light bulb in it. So when he opens his mouth, light spills out of it, and it's all real. <laughs> it's just insane. Yeah. It's crazy people. It's a Crazy person. And also... That video is a great example of uh, I mean you see it during the live shows often but you do have Flocke on his uh, his conveyor belt in that video <laughs> as well playing live. Yep.
2: Du bist das Schiff, ich der Wohin soll denn die Reise gehen. Ich see im Spiegel dein Gesicht. Du liebst mich, denn ich lieb dich nicht. Ich tu dir weh, tut mir nicht leid.
1: Uh, um, kind of like Michael Jackson-y looking um, spacesuit from the yep. Rock With Me video. Um, but yeah, then High Fitch, uh, uh, that video again is a uh, Quentin Tarantino movie. Love it. That's a fantastic song. Has a very Depeche mode feel to, uh, to that one. Uh, Frülling in Paris or Springtime in Paris. Uh, that's it's almost like a Led Zeppelin song. It's uh one for the ages. Um y- you get uh kind of a little bit of the buffet throughout that whole song, and it's uh delicious. Um the self-titled track "Liebe Is for Alada, uh Love is There for Everyone. Uh it's great, Mayar or more, uh Sand like this album is strong. Uh, right in the middle though, there's a song called pussy, uh, which, uh, I was trying to do some research and I just typed in Google and pussy video and, uh, I can't tell you what I found. Oh boy.
2: (laughs) After all, zu groß, zu klein, er könnte etwas größer sein Mercedes-Benz und Autobahn, alleine in das Ausland fahren Reise, Reise, Fahrvergnügen, ich will nur Spaß, mich nicht verlieren I So that's a problem.
3: You're still working oh. through that. You're still <laughs> working through that.
0: those tabs. It's not going work, computer. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, if you want really actually uh, want to see the uncensored version, you do have to uh, go to Pornhub or some site like that. Um, oh, boy, uh, that that video's uh, got something for everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah, that video. All right. So the, the High Fish video, which that's the song that I think has got it's Depeche Modi, but also kind of got a, a wait thing to it. Uh, I feel there's some old fashioned sounding about it. Uh, that one's great. I mean, the song, the lyrics are all about how a shark has to keep moving or it dies. And then the, the video shows it, 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 you know, what it presupposes is, is that one of them killed Till. And they're at his funeral, and uh, you know the video starts out with them like going through photos, trying to find a, a replacement for him. And uh, they look at a photo of, like Glenn Danzig and uh, uh, that guy that was canceled, and uh, James Headfield, and they're all like, "Huh, maybe." And, uh, and I find that humorous. And then, and but then what the video does is that during this funeral, and it shows, you know, the, like the priest and the family members and some of his mistresses all getting ready to eat, and, and throughout it, they play clips of what looks like older videos that they have, like the Own a Dish video, and the Duhast, and uh, uh, Klein Lust, and uh, Sone, and in these videos, in, in America, and like in, in host in the Duhast one, I, I think they light, they light him on fire, and uh, one of them lights him on fire, and then on in the own a dish video like it was purposeful that that rope snapped one of them cut it and then in America it shows that those scenes that were done on the moon one of them snuck up and pulled his air hose out and uh, you know he died on the moon and then the, the the Sony video I can't remember maybe they just like you know spanked him to death I think and uh, then the Klein loose video or, or no not Klein Lewis it would have been the um Oh, the video from Reese Reese about the serial killer. Um, oh, Mind Tile. Mind Tile, yeah. Mine tile, yeah. <laughs> it shows that the way one of them died was they actually literally fed him to death, uh, which yeah. is why I think in a climb lost. And so it, what, it, what it says is that, you know, one of the band members is responsible and they're all blaming each other or they're all, think- no, I'm, they're all thinking that each other killed him. And they're all imagining the ways that it might have happened. And uh, they're all having dinner they're, they, they, The band members are mean mugging each other they go outside to, to have a cigarette and uh, richard turns around and just socks one of the other ones and it, the it, they get into a fist fight that's choreographed to the music so well it's, it's really well done um and and like the song is just like da 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 it's got just this like carnival pace to it uh, it's it's wonderful again, They get in the, they get in the fight Everybody comes outside to be like, oh, my God, the, the band members are fighting at, at Till's funeral. And one of them knocks Flocka into the uh, in, into the casket and the casket's empty. And it ends <laughs> with a postcard from from Till that says something like, you know, greetings from the asshole of the world. And it shows like a giant uh, you know, sea urchin he caught and he's relaxing with a couple of ladies down on the beach. Um, pretty funny.
1: It's pretty great.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: it ends like such like a Rodney Dangerfield 80s movie. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> right at the barrel of the camera. Just in a wink almost, you know? <laughs> uh, it's the best.
0: And then, and then <laughs> the, to pussy. I mean, they wrote uh, they just obviously they were just like, you know, what if what if what if we just toss away all the innuendos and just write a song called Pussy. And it is a total it's kind of like a Euro trash craft meets craft work song. And it is incredibly ridiculous. The video is just them with the porn stars doing real, real sex, I think from uh, what I've read and it's extremely goofy, this song, but I actually, I find it, it's an earworm. It's, it's totally tongue in cheek and ridiculous. They know, they know what they're doing here. And, uh, I mean, I mean the chorus basically like, "You have a pussy, I have a dick." So what's, the, what's the problem? Let's do it quick. It's just and then right. it's, you know, these these key, these carnivals, Wild like all <laughs> crazy guys. It's just exactly, and it's well, they they know what they're doing, and it's it's absolute nonsense, and I love it. I am a big fan of that song. It's ridiculous, but I I love it.
1: And uh, uh, live, they pull out this like Van Halen era sized dick, and he's, it's like a dick cannon that's like shooting, like, was it shooting bubbles?
0: What it is, is it's really, I mean, it's, it's like a foam. It's like a, it's the size of a small uh, horse. (laughs) And Gil gets on it. And it, it slides back and forth from side to side in front of the stage and starts spraying foam. Yeah, like bubbles. And the band like goes into this extended breakdown of, you know, the dun, 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 it's just that drum beat and the keyboard.
3: And it goes Cowboy. back and
0: forth. And in time to the music, he's writing this thing, spraying everyone. It's uh, absolute nonsense. And it's absolutely wonderful. Oh, it's uh, a poetry in motion. Just, just thinking about it. Eric, what do you think of this record? Oh, thanks for asking uh
3: you know it's great uh this reminds me that I have a few records that have come out that they were uh conceived in on the northern California coast, and it warms my cockles this and the, the fr- fragile of course, you know, do that. Um, this particular record, uh, you I mean, guys, you've said everything. Uh, you've really said everything. Um, Romlide is a great way to bring back the band name as a, in, as a song lyric in a great way. Uh, High Fish, Shark. Listen, it's probably a top five Rammstein song for me. That song is very, very good. It really tickles my sensibilities. It's so solid. And Frolong in Paris is songwriting perspective unbeatable. Uh, yeah, they were they were dabbling in some uh, they had no tethers anymore when they were making this album, and you can tell their pure songwriting comes through on every track. it's it's a really good one. I can't say anything bad about it, not even pussy. Uh, I can't say anything bad about pussy.
1: <laughs> Perfect. We got it clean. Perfect. That'll be my I, new ringtone.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it, it's like, I think when they made Rosenrot, they were kind of going for something like this where there's Rosenrod has a lot of varied song styles, but I think the, some of the song writing, uh, the final product wasn't up to the task of the creativity they were striving for. And I think on this one, they're able to, have a creative blend of different song styles on sure, it. In the sure. songs, the quality meets the the ambition. On Rosenrot,
3: uh, they thought that they had to hide pussy with the Spanish language, and of no, course, yeah, they, of <laughs> course, they knew now that they didn't of, have to <laughs> do that anymore.
0: <laughs> one of their uh, one of the few times they they sing in English, it's for pussy. Um, yeah. this one too. There's a special edition which is on most of streams. I mean, the album proper ends with the uh, rotor sand, which is good. But the uh, the bonus tracks on this one are actually just as good as the the album. You know, I'm not going to go through them track by track for God's sake. That's not what we're here for. But I do want to ask: Did either of you happen to make a note? Did you listen to the song uh, Dona Dona Kinder?
1: On it, so you can't call me on the spot. But I listen to all the bonus tracks, um, but I'm not as familiar with them as I am on the rest of the uh, songs. The
0: only reason I bring they're good, I bring the they bring them up because they're good. I mean, and the, the reason I bring up Dona Kinder though is it has a pure guitar solo in it. Um, and there's only a couple of Ramstein songs that have an actual guitar solo, like you know, as you know, most songs have a breakdown, obviously or like a keyboard solo, or, you know, they go off into a tangent and they come back, their songs never just uh, are, you know, every song has a dynamic section, but Dona Kinder has a pure guitar solo that like borderlines on slash territory. And I think you should go back and listen to it knowing I just said that. Yes, sir. Liebe is for Alada. There was some controversy tied to this record as well, but you know, when isn't there controversy tied to their albums? I think it's because the album cover. Uh, if you want to know more about it, just type "Ramstein controversy." I'm sure, I'm sure there won't be many hits at all. Uh, and uh, yeah, then they, you know, they, a couple, couple odds and ends come out before the next record. I mean, we're entering a, a ten year gap phase here. Uh, they they re-release uh, "Mine Brent. Uh, they they do this uh, like a new version of the video, which is disturbing as all hell, um, even more disturbing than the first one. Uh, and then it it has more like scary footage of children like I don't know bags on their heads or something. It's very strange. And they also put out a, a new version of Mine Brent, which is just the piano, and uh, Till Lindemann in a room, a red room with like a hole in the floor in front of him. He's got like crow makeup on, and I think I think that that's actually included on, and probably was the. Inspiration for the entire uh, Ramstein piano album, where many of their songs are redone in just classical piano, and I think it's it's a pretty cool experiment because it kind of shows, you know, they're much more than just loud bombast when you when you break some of these songs down to a uh, um. I don't know, to their essence, like they sound they sound uh, uh, playful or pleasing to the ears, even when it's just piano music.
1: It's not something I would listen to every day, but I do appreciate the fact that their music can translate to something that sounds really pretty, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's it's I'm not I'm not I'm not reaching for that all the time, but it's good background music for work. It's uh you know, it's it's cool that it even exists. Um it, it was hard for me to find, you know, much information on it as to why they put it out. Uh, All the all the songs were were played by someone named Clemens Postiets. I don't know who that is in relation to them, but it doesn't sound cheap. It doesn't sound like, you know, you go any streaming service, you can type in your favorite band. And usually there's like a a Apocalyptica knockoff band doing instrumental versions on cellos of your favorite band. You can find it. You're going to find that. And you're also going to find rocka by baby version songs of your favorite bands. I mean, they're all over the place. This is a sure. little bit more of an official version of something like that. They, every song is a classical com- composition with
3: Rammstein. <laughs> you just wouldn't necessarily know it, but it's, it's beautiful. I, I can believe it.
0: Uh, uh, really, they put out an EP for the song uh, around 2012 or so. Uh, the song "Mindland." They put out an EP for the song Mine Land. Uh, I had the song Mindland and a couple of remixes. I am a big fan of the song Mindland. It's a, it's a mashup of Baywatch and an old like Beach Boys kind of beach party. Good time with the band and all like mashing flannels and running around the beach. And and there's a lot of pretty ladies and they do a lot of antics in front of green screens of them fake surfing. And uh, it's just it's just wonderful. The song itself. One of their best, I think, actually.
3: It's great. I, and and, and uh, there's a Mogwai version of it. That's there worth- is it Typically, your eardrums if you hear it.
0: Yeah, the mo- the the, the, the remix is good. The Boss Haas remix is good, which is a total country western version of it in English. I think it works out great. But the original version of it, it's I think it's just wonderful. Uh, it's it sounds like Ramstein, but it's got a little like the it it sounds European and playful at the same time. It rocks. And it does have, like, a little bit of a a beach boogie to it. And it has this breakdown in the middle where Till just starts singing My Land, and it echoes off into the distance until they bring it back for a really hard rockin' finish. And I love everything about it. Mark, what do you think about that song?
1: I mean, you said it all, but uh, you didn't say enough about the... Megaphone crooning that is happening in this <laughs> in the song, and they are doing it in the video.
2: beast, do, do, do beast.
1: There's a lot yeah, of that uh, where he's playing the, yeah. the, the megaphone.
0: Sings through like an old, like the a, like a, a lifeguard <laughs> megaphone, you know? electric
3: tie rack. It's so
0: nice. <laughs> exactly. And then the words pop up on the screen in like big 1960s letters, and you know it reminds you that he was a he wasn't an Olympic swimmer swimmer, but he was a professional swimmer that tried out for the Olympics or something. I don't know. He got hurt, but they got Till, who at that time, let's see, he's pushing 60 now, so he's he's like right around 50. Just running up and down the beach in, in David Hasselhoff shorts for half the video in slow motion. Yeah. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. But no,
1: this song is an earworm. Uh, the video itself is just a, you know, beach party bingo. And, um, then it kind of devolves into, uh, a mad Maxian. you know, the guitar player, you know, uh, playing the fire on the, 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 the speaker truck. Um, kind of then devolves into that. Um, At
0: one point, they're playing guitars that are literally on fire. It might be movie magic. I don't know. this discography Uh, they released a B-Sides record uh, called Raritan a couple years ago collects the B-Sides off their singles obviously that's what a B-Side is some of the bonus tracks off the albums and I think this Raritan B-Sides album if you were to clean the production up a little bit and make the production for each song sound consistent from one song to the next the quality of the songs is so good, you probably would not know it's a B sides record. Like I don't struggle to get through that B sides album. I can put that B sides album on, listen to it all the way through. No, it's, it's a very blast. hard for blast. It's, yeah, it's, great. it's very hard for me to do that with the Pesh mode or Skinny Puppy, uh, Nine Channels. For God's sakes, can you put Fixed on? No, um, it's uh, I can, but okay. Yeah, <laughs> now, I need to know my audience here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's got some great songs on there, a couple of which we've already talked about here, including Mindland. Uh there's one song on there that's not a cover of uh, uh Leonard Cohen, but there's a track called Hallelujah, which I just just love. Uh there's a there's a uh there's a cover on there. There's the stripped cover, and then there's mm-hmm. the cover of the song by like their other biggest influence. Why like, I Craftwork. There's a Craftwork cover mm-hmm. on there. Das
3: Model, the model. Uh, one of the best Craftwork songs. And their cover is just, when I heard it, it was just pure joy. It was, they, they do a great job. It's so good. And and you can tell us from early the old early days. on. That, yeah, early on, very simple, basic guitar line, basic synth line, basic drum line. And it's perfect. It's great. Yeah,
0: there's a version of the title track off of Mutter with the interesting choice where they put a vocoder over Till's voice. That was probably an idea that they had when they were making that song and they said, wow, he's like one of the best vocalists out there. I don't know if we need to do this, but it's, it's cool to hear. And, uh, yeah. A couple of just cool, cool songs that are high quality, even though they were not meant for the actual albums.
1: I think there was a really early version of Do So uh that's has a lot more kind of synth. Um, uh, it's more heavy on the synth. Uh, then there was another song, also from their early days, that popped up where I first heard it was on that live record that they released um, as they were touring the world for uh, Sensucht, um, and I think it was a Berlin show. And Wilder yeah, uh, Wilder Vine. Mm-hmm. I think live that's the, that's the one yeah. where. Uh, I remember seeing it on and hearing it on that record. So, um, but overall, I mean, yeah, this is solid, solid, like B-side collection that never gets... Okay, I can see why this was a B-side, you know?
0: Well, speaking of, speaking of uh, remixes, Eric, they also did put out a re- around the same time as Raritan, uh, they also put out the Made in Germany collection, which kind of collected... It was like a more robust greatest hits package. I wouldn't say it was just singles. it had more than that. And then they also put out a remix collection. And uh, if you bought the physical media version of this, you probably, uh, you know, ended up dipping in your kid's college fund. That's like 72 remixes from their entire career up into like 2013.
3: Well, I cherry picked based on the names, but I will say uh, remix heads industrial heads out there will enjoy this. There are some fun ones. Um, You have some uh, Charlie Clouser uh, uh, remixes of their stripped cover of Depeche Mode that sound very much like uh, the 90s Nine Inch Nail, like that Nine Inch Nail brand remix where it's a fuzzy guitar loop. Uh, but uh, Built for the club, Drumline uh, there, he, he does two of those um, There's a Pet Shop Boys Remix of uh, America An Alec Empire Remix of Mind Tail um, A Front 242 Remix of Own Ditch I mean There's some fun stuff on here For you, for you, uh, you uh, rivet heads uh, Check it out
0: that's uh yeah that's you know, the it's the whole discography there except uh, what happened next was in 2019 they put out an untitled album which I guess you could also call it a self-titled album and we're gonna discuss that one track by track in our next episode not tonight that's that's too much and we want to really give it's uh it's full attention because. You've heard us talking about all these records tonight. And I'd say that that one is just as good as all of them, at least. So we'll talk about that one more next time, which is the Diamond Dice rolled that album, if I if I understand correctly.
1: We wouldn't be here for nothing.
0: No. Now, what about side projects? There has to yeah, be no, side we're not, projects. We're not, but, you know, that, that said, a couple things, you know, we're almost... We're almost done here before people wonder if this is, you know, season four is just going to be Rammstein you can only be so lucky. Um, you know, they had a couple of like a band, a band that's so well known for their live show. Of course, they put out some live albums and live videos. Um, uh, live off Berlin came out in the late nineties. I, I always loved that album cover. It has, it's like an old, old fashioned version of the band. It looks like he was taking it one of those you know, you know, go put a fake wig on and we'll at the state fair and we'll take some funny videos of you, um, one of those things, and uh, but it has the band like all huddled around a a uh, old like ham radio or something. It's just an amusing amusing photo. Uh, Volker Ball is another live album and DVD they put out in the mid aughts. And Ramstein in America, we discussed that documentary quite a bit. Um. That's on Prime Video. If you'd like to watch it, it's it, it was filmed around the time of their their show when they came back to America after being gone for a while. Has a great documentary on the history of the band, and then all these talking heads of such luminaries as Iggy Pop and Kiefer Sutherland and uh, the drummer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> and Hansel und Gretel talking sure. about the band sure. Chad Smith
3: um, and Hansel. That, yeah,
0: that's right and uh it's it's wa- it's worth watching it also has a a live show with it and there's also uh uh oh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Kurt Loder has a lot of speaking time in that thing and I you know as a child of the the, the 80s and 90s Kurt Kurt Loder used to be very important to me
3: It's a, a cornerstone
0: of of journalistic integrity. Yeah, they gave all the like they gave all the shitty stories to John Norris, and they gave all the real stories to Kurt Loder. Yeah. True. It's all true.
1: I mean, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, when they do those iconic, you know, shows that are announcing some of these deaths of like Kurt Cobain, for example, they're going to be pulling from the Kurt Loder clip, um, pretty much 100 percent of the time.
0: Yeah, not not uh, not John Norris and his uh, ridiculous uh, Jerry curl. All guy, always, all guy always looked like he just got out of the shower. I never trust somebody that looks like they just got out of the shower at all times.
1: So you're not a big fan of Weird Al, then? Got it.
3: Uh, <laughs> uh, that's that season four, Mark. You know that's true.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna call that season uh, wet ringlets. <laughs> And they also put out a couple years ago, literally uh, two, no, three. Uh, the Rammstein in Paris video. Romstein in Paris was interesting. It was recorded in 2012 and it took Jonas Ockerland, who's done quite a few of their videos, it took him like six years to edit it together. I don't think he worked on it six years straight, but he worked off it on, on it off and on, and it has a very clear. It's very clear, Like you watch it and you're like, wow, it looks like I'm there, but also it's edited so like with every drum beat, sometimes it cuts to another band member for some songs. Uh, I think it's a cool idea and sometimes I wish you would just slow down on the editing, but I've watched it quite a few times. I do like it, it as a great track listing. It gives you a good idea of what a Rammstein video is all like, uh, would be like uh, and while so many live videos kind of take a step back and show you like a few band members at the time. I do like that in Paris they focus in slow motion sometimes on some of the band members and you get a real feel for their power. Uh, we went over the Bukdich, the, you know, sprain penis device uh, for Duhas for years. They've always used a crossbow that they they fire this crossbow out over the audience. And it shoots these flares that somehow boomerang back towards the band. I've never understood it. It's just magic to me. Uh, for Angle, Till comes out with the giant wings that spray fire out of them. Uh, for Firefly, for the closing of that song, Till and both guitar players put these flamethrowers over their faces that spit fire out of their face into the air, which seems like a terrible uh, OSHA violation. Uh, the guitar players also sometimes wear these like shoulder pads that spit flames out of them. And uh, whenever they play that first track off Herzalide to this day, uh, during the during the second half of that song, Till will s- spread his arms in circles and they'll spit sparks everywhere. But they they never they never they never just rest They never just rest on, you know, uh, a bunch of flames on the front of the stage or just fireworks. They they try to pick a lot of times a an effect that will be unique to the song and almost have a a feeling for the song that works. Uh, Most of which is for the uh, the song. It used to be the song Seaman and then later the half itch when Flake would get in a boat and they would play an extended jam in the middle. And he would sail across the audience in a, a life raft. And somehow the audience would take pity enough on him to push him back towards the stage. And it's a wonderful effect. They put a lot of trust in their fans for that. But yeah, romstein They're good live. I
1: don't know if you guys have heard. And that's why just it's, it's kind of astounding that they are selling out these massive, like, uh... Music arenas, and I think they're now into stadiums. I think Steve, you were seeing at the Coliseum or something like that down in
0: L.A. Yeah, if 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 COVID ever ends, uh, for two years they keep pushing the date out. Me and my son are going to go see them at the uh, L.A. Coliseum, which is a Coliseum. So, Uh, we'll do it on the next one.
1: But uh, I mean, even their what I consider their least best album is like a solid B (laughs) plus. I don't know.
0: And that's, you know, I'd, I'd say that a lot of that quality has to do with the six guys that are in the band because they do have some side projects and none of them are at the same level of Rammstein. Um, not to say they're terrible, but we'll go over briefly the, them. And one of, one of them is a band called Immigrate and it's spelled E-M-I-G-R-A-T-E. It's Richard, the guitar player's other band. He also sings in that band. They have a—they have three albums in the EP. I've listened to them all. They all blend together. Even though those records have come out over the period, like a a span of like the last 16 years, they all sound to me like a band from 2002. And... um, You know it's not a knock on them. That's just what it sounds like to me. It sounds like something I would have gotten a promo for at the record store and been told, ah, you know, if you like placebo, you'll love immigrate. That's exactly I think I suggested to you guys listen to the album a million degrees. That's the one I like the most, mainly because it's got a song with Tobias Forge from Ghost on it. Uh, I think Till's also on a song. He's on their new album too, which has a cover of uh, "You Were Always on My Mind." But uh, yeah, Immigrate sounds like a, a placebo fans band they started. Did you, either of you guys give them a shot?
1: Oh yeah, I listened to the whole discography.
0: Oh wow, um, <laughs> I did. I listened
1: to the whole thing. I uh, all four records. It wasn't too bad.
0: Um, <laughs> you can't remember any of it. It's
1: just no. It's, it's all you know, just a I, single I thing.
0: I hope Richard's not listening. Richard, we love you. You're a genius, but uh yeah, it looks like you put all your really good ideas in the uh Ramstein proper bin. It I mean it's, it's a totally different vibe. It's pop it's like pop rock. It's hard rock. It's it, you know yeah. It's,
1: it's more like of that breaking Benjamin type band with a little bit more of a harder edge. So like, yeah, if you're a fan <laughs> of Orgy and Dead and Placebo Rask yeah <laughs> yeah I don't know maybe yeah I would throw definitely vast in that in that equation then too um, stabbing westward of course would have uh, also been pitching ball in that uh, backyard but uh yeah that's that's the kind of neighborhood this this band exists in
0: yeah the other side project that's uh, worth mentioning is uh Lindeman named uh, started out named after till Lindemann or at least they picked his name obviously but it was it was till and a guy named uh, Peter tatterrin and he is uh, I believe he's Swedish either Swedish or Norwegian from up that way and he had a band called pain and a band called hypocrisy they're like super Compressed guitar, metal, hard, with keyboards on top of it. Uh, That's hypocrisy and pain. That's what they sound like. Um, They get together, just the two of them. He's a multi-instrumentalist. Till is Till. They have a project they decide to call Lindemann. They make two full-length records. Uh, One I really like quite a bit. That's called F&M came out in like 2019 I believe. That was their second album. And uh they also put out one in like 2015 called uh Skills and Pills. <laughs> and the the, qual- the quality and like approach to these two albums are so different that if you didn't know it was the same guys you would think they were different guys. Um I suggested to both of you that you just listen to F&M cuz I think that one is really worth everybody's time. Mm-hmm.
2: Die Seele so wund und du schaust mich an mit einem Knebel in dem Mund. Das Leben ist traurig, das Leben ist schwer. Ich würde es mögen, wenn es einfacher wäre, die Welt sich weiter. Die Erde ist rund, um dich dreht sich nichts. Hast einen Knebel in dem M-M-M-M-M.
3: FNM. It's great.
1: I it's, listen to both.
3: I listen to FNM, and and I got to tell you, I think if I look at my Rammstein playlist, where I pull my favorite songs, as I do every episode that we do, I got a ton of tracks off this record. There are so many just rousing singles, catchy songs, just epic rising action tracks, and and then a rap track called Mathematic, which is Fine too. Uh, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of fun on this record and catchiness and quality. Uh, it's good. FNM, take it to the bank.
0: Yeah, no, FNM is good. FM has a lot of song styles on it. Um, some songs have like some like classical, you know, keyboard orchestration on it. Um, I, I there, there's some you know it's heavy it's got some great sense it's got this one song it's so the Nebel that I love that starts off like a folk acoustic song and then goes into this great underwater sounding heavy stuff it 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 itself has a song that sounds like it could be the theme song to a, a Mexican telenovela it's got a song that sounds like it was out of old Russia I think F and M is great it's a really good album.
1: Yeah, no F and M. Uh, it is the best beside uh, Rammstein project. Uh, it is. It, it definitely is consistent all throughout. Um, the fact that Peter Stromer is in one of their videos is perfect. Uh, two other videos, actually. Is he really? Okay, I only yeah, watched the two. one where um, there seem to be fighting through like. Um, through time or something. It's really yeah, strange. That, that, that's yeah. the
0: first single off the album. And there's that other song that you know the song starts off like the that has that ay. ay, ay. It's kind of got this like yeah Spanish vibe to it. That song yeah. is they got this really comedic video with Peter Straumeier in it as well. And yeah, Peter Strommeyer and two Lindemann are friends and they also look like each other, so gotta be an inside joke there.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Um but uh yeah that record is uh, pretty solid it's definitely a it, it has kind of this Rosenrot feel to it um just because that album itself was also kind of uh you know dipping in a couple different uh cuisines on that record um but skills and pills that one is goofball mindless <laughs> self-indulgence uh every song is about sex um and boners uh, and, and the reason uh, we know
0: this is because it's all in English. Uh, F&M is not. But I don't even think in the German language that uh, Till is dipping into uh, Boners as much as Kills and Phil's album. Yeah. It is absolute nonsense. Uh, yeah, it's it's hyper produced. It's not as it, it's, it's more bloops and bleeps with like new metal guitars, I guess is kind of the vibe it has. The album cover looks like something created on Photoshop circa 1999.
1: (laughs) Same guys that do like the cash money ones.
0: Yeah. And it's kind of the quality. Pixel, pixel, pen pen and pixel.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's, 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 it's still in that Peter Tagarian guy, like like looking at you through a fisheye. Like, and, and There's like fake fire behind them. Like it has to be a joke. I mean, if you
1: didn't, I mean, that's like a psychopathic records uh, fucking released right there.
0: And it's funny, Mark, you're so dead on with the mindless self-indulgence because it sounds like mindless self-indulgence type nonsense. And then the the guy that does all the music in this thing, that Peter Tategrin guy, he looks like he's this really skinny, intense looking dude. And he always puts his like he's an adult, but he adult metal man. But he puts his head, his hands or his hair in pigtails. And I swear, if I didn't know any better, I would think he was one of those uh, backup dancers from that scene in the first season of Righteous Gemstones <laughs> with the the satanic goth guys. The, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, that Skills and Pills album is ridiculous, but I'm glad that Nonsense. they uh, put a second one out and it was the, the quality of FNM. They put a live album out and then they broke up and uh, it sounded a lot like, you know, the, it wasn't a clean breakup. I don't know exactly what happened there, but Peter Totrigan definitely has alluded to the fact that it was just tough to work together. And um, I, I think it's, I, I wouldn't, I'm not surprised. I think that everything that shows us about Till Lindemann is a very strong personality. I'd imagine being in a duo with him would be a pain. And the, the six way split that is Rammstein is important for the quality of their music. And also it probably helps defuse the insanity that it is working with a guy like Till. So it's too bad for Peter. Uh, Till Lindemann continued on with the Lindemann name because that is his name. And that might be your first mistake is if you're going to start a band with somebody, don't like Mark and I started a band together. And I said, let's call it Chambers. And Mark said, sure. You know, that might be a problem down the road. <laughs> just it doesn't, doesn't seem like it's going to work well for Mark in that case. Exactly. Um,
1: but let's be honest. Can... Chambers is a much better uh, band name than my last name, which is like, it's, it, just make it into that bundle of sticks sort of like formation. <laughs>
0: Ronstadt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we definitely be one of those bands where half the songs are <laughs> the saying your name over and over again. Um, <laughs> uh, also, for further further listening, I mean Till's voice is great. So there's a lot of like if you you can fall down the YouTube rabbit hole just typing in his name. Um, there's a version of Heroes with Apocalyptica, the David Bowie song called Helgen. Um, there's a song with this, uh, oh, this, I didn't write her name down, darn it. But, uh, uh, there's a, there's a lady who's like a, like a, just a, a pop singer, like just regular run of the mill, like, you know, something you would see on American Idol doing some song with him and shame on me for not having it in front of me. I'm going to to Mr. Blackett. Um, there's a song with him in front of, with a Russian orchestra. That's great. And there's also a, a song called Ik Hana Kinder, which means I hate kids, which uh, it's just kind uh, of a very interesting video behind it. And that's a that's the first Lindemann track without Peter Tottigren. And yeah, FNM slash uh, Lindemann, more good than bad, but safe. Listen to the Skills and Pills record, like listen to two songs just to get the idea and then don't spend any more time on it. Where are you uh, gonna, folks? That's it. That's I, Ramstein soup, the nuts, <laughs> except Where <laughs> do you go? You got a something you wanna share with the class there, Mark? Perfect. <laughs>
1: No, it's ridiculous. The fact that we took almost two fucking nights. I mean, like, this is going to be so long for you, Steven. I think this is going to break the Primus record.
0: Soup to nuts, balls to bone. Listen, Mark, I've got skills and I've got pills, and I'll chop and screw this thing. So, you know, they're not going to know. It's, uh, up editing magic, they're going to think it's a, a whole a month's worth of episodes that were recorded like clockwork every Friday. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that, that's it. And the uh, next time we'll come back and we'll talk about the 2019 album. Might be called Untitled. It might be called Rammstein. And we'll go through it track by track. And if there's any soup or nuts we missed, we're going to cover them in that episode. <laughs>
1: Oh, boy. All right. Well, thank you, Stephen, for uh, introducing uh, the world to Rammstein if they've never heard of them. Um, so I look forward to our track-by-track discussion and uh, the thrilling conclusion to how we rank these albums. Um, tune in next time on Pod Like a Hole with Mark Eric and Steve. Oh, can't you hear me? It's my country. My wave, my beach, my property.
2: Sky